Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Hope you're enjoying your summer so far. We just started off on the 21st there uh, together with Father's Day. Hope you had a great weekend. It was certainly a nice weekend. We enjoyed it in our family and uh, took a little bit of time off, which uh, is sometimes uh, hard to come by in the real estate business. Usually in the last week of uh, June, it it slows down a little bit just because of the last week of school and and that sort of thing, but it usually picks up again going into July and, and August and and um, we've had a, a pretty a pretty good run here so far. Anyway, this week's topic is about home buyers, characteristics of today's first-time home buyers specifically. As most of you uh, may may know, I've been in the real estate business since March of 1987, and uh, so one thing that I kind of get a kick out of is the first-time home buyers like today as opposed to what they were like, you know, back when I started in the real estate business, you know, back in the Stone Age. But anyway, I just wanted to go over seven characteristics that I sort of came up with. And these are just from my experience, okay? So these are not according to, you know, the Canadian Real Estate Association or the, you know, Cambridge Real Estate Association. These are seven characteristics as of the opinion of Walter Montero, okay? So just so you know where I'm coming from. So, number one is I find first-time home buyers today are very respectful of money and um, what I mean by that is they they tend to buy below their means and I don't know why this is which is great okay first of all they're very um, they're debt uh, they're respectful of debt which is very good I think it could be because these kids probably grew up in a home probably you know went through that whole 1990s fiasco with real estate and you know they probably saw mom and dad uh, you know probably be a little bit uh, above their means in terms of you know what they could afford and um, I think when you're raised in that type of environment you tend to have a little bit more respect for debt so what I find today is home buyers tend to buy a little bit below their means do they all do it I would say, you know, no. But in our area, I find that um, they are respectful of their debt. Okay. Number two, the second thing I notice about home buyer, first-time home buyers today, is that they look for houses in move-in condition. You know, how does that compare to when I, you know, first started? Well, when I first started in the real estate business, it seemed the first-time home buyers weren't afraid to get their hands dirty. They would buy something. You know, they would be willing to fix it up and and that sort of thing. And uh, I find today that I, I think buyers today are just people today are just busier and you know they don't want to get into you know fix-up projects they want to buy something that's in move-in condition they want to come in hang up the pictures and be done with it you know back in the old days I found that buyers were a little bit more receptive to um, fixer-uppers today not so much now having said that what's interesting is that there is a program through CMHC called purchase plus improvements which allows you to to buy a fixer-upper and I, I don't know if many people are aware of that program, but it is a program that is available to first-time home buyers. Actually, it's available to anybody. But uh, if you want to buy a home that needs some work, you can actually finance the cost of, of the renovations. Of course, there is a whole protocol on how you go about doing that. You actually got to get quotes from, you know, actual contractors that are going to do the work and, and that sort of thing. But, there are, you know, there's certainly that opportunity there. But quite honestly, I find 
today buyers are are not receptive to it either because a they're too busy to want to do it or b maybe they're not aware of you know the actual availability of this program and being able to tackle that kind of stuff hey folks it's walter montero just a quick interruption to this week's show we all know that real estate is a great investment but wouldn't it be nice to harness the power of that great investment with your rsp well you can your RSP portfolio is not just for stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. You can use your RSP to invest in private mortgages. Private mortgages are secured against real property. In our current market, they can yield as high as 14 to 16% return. How does that stand up to what your current RSP portfolio is doing now? To learn more about RSP mortgage investing, go to rrspmortgageinvestor.com. That's rrspmortgageinvestor.com. Let me show you how you can turn your RSP portfolio into a money magnet. That's rrspmortgageinvestor.com. Now back to the show. Number three, the other thing I notice is that uh, buyers are, first-time home buyers today, are very receptive to condominiums as opposed to, you know, back 25, 30 years ago. First of all, the whole concept of condominiums in our area back that far was very, I wouldn't say new because there were some condos already in the area that were well established. But I would say that uh, it was a small sector of the marketplace. It was usually, you know, uh, older people that bought them or very transient people that bought them. But today, I find first-time home buyers are very open to the idea because, as I said, life is so busy today. You know, they can get things covered on the outside. You know, they're very happy to be, you know, rid of those, you know, the, the issues of, of uh, maintaining a house. So I find that buyers today are, are more open to looking at a condo as opposed to what they were, you know, 28 years ago. All right. Number four, the other thing I notice about first-time home buyers today is that they look for single-family homes. And um, by single-family homes, I don't mean, you know, single detached properties. I mean single-family properties. So a single-family townhouse, a single-family dwelling, okay, a single-family semi-detached property, anything that's zoned for a single-family. I thought in my mind that back in the day, first-time home buyers were always on the lookout for a duplex in one of their or a triplex and the reason they were was because these were little mortgage helpers i know the very first home i bought was a duplex and the reason i bought it was because it was a mortgage helper i thought it was you know a great idea i find that uh, buyers today are not open to that idea as much could be because of the tenancy laws that are in place you know again busy lifestyles they don't want to be bothered with a tenant but I find today that uh, first-time home buyers are not open to looking at multifamilies as much as they used to be. They want single-family homes. Okay. Number five. One thing I notice about first-time home buyers today is their product knowledge. Their product knowledge is unbelievable. And you know, uh, case in point, the you know what's causing that more than anything is the internet. Okay. These these kids are are well versed in what's going on in the marketplace. They know what homes are going for. They've been through these virtual tours. You know, some of them, you know, quite honestly, they know more about the inventory than I do. But uh, they take the time. They research things. They, you know, they um, they communicate. Their level of communication with their network is, uh, you know, so much more sophisticated than it was years ago. So they're able to get references and referrals and very, very quickly as to who can do the work and, and that sort of thing on a property. So I find their product knowledge is excellent. Okay. Number six. One thing I notice about first-time homebuyers today is they're not taking advantage of the RSP program 
that's available for them. And um, basically that program is something that allows them to use their RSPs as a down payment to purchase a property. Now, I know that not every first-time home buyer has an RSP to purchase a property, but um, you know some of these down payments are coming from a gifted situation. But I'm surprised that they don't take advantage of them because there is a tax benefit to being able to use your RSP as a down payment uh, because it is a first-time home buyer program. So if you don't use it, you don't get the chance to use it again. So I encourage people to use it. In fact, if you've got money that's you know your down payment, I would encourage you to put it into an RSP. That way, you get a nice big tax return on that money that you can go towards exhausting your the debt on your mortgage, or you can use it for furniture or closing costs or additional down payment. You know whatever you want to do. But I think it's a program, the first time home buyers program. I think is an underutilized program that I that I encourage people to use. Okay. And then uh, number seven, the trend that I notice that's extremely strong in uh, first-time home buyers, as opposed to what they were 28 years ago, was home inspections. Home inspections, I it, I almost find it unusual to see a deal without a home inspection. To see an offer without a home inspection is, you know, a, a very rare thing these days. And I don't blame them. Who can blame them? I mean, they're investing, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in a property. Uh, the last thing you want to do is go in blind and find out, you know, you're dealing with a mold issue or there's, you know, vermiculite insulation or there's a, a crack in your heat exchanger in the furnace or, you know, you've got aluminum wiring. You know, you the last thing, you know, all these things are very costly to repair. Quite honestly, you know, a lot of the banks today are starting to ask for a copy of that home inspection because, you know, they're the ones really taking the biggest risk, you know, when people coming in with 5% down payments, you know, they get stuck with these properties that need repairs, then, you know, it's not a good thing for them to have to deal with in order to unload if they have to take the property back. So, again, home inspections back in the day were unheard of, and uh, today, you know, it's unheard of almost to not see them in an offer. So anyway, I just thought I'd share those uh, those seven things with you. I thought it was kind of interesting. And uh, if you have any questions about, um, you know, what's going on in the market, just feel free to give me a call. Hope you're enjoying your summer, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of the Real Estate Mortgage Show. If you have any real estate questions, please direct them to me at 519-624-9222 or walter at MaximumResults.ca or you can find me online at www.cambridgehouses.com. If your interests are in mortgages, please feel free to call 519-624-9222 or email karen at karen at MaximumResults.ca or you can find her online at www.m as in Mary, R as in Roger, financial.ca. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a great week.